This is Franchise Today, brought to you by FRM Solutions, providers of the best-in-class software solutions for franchise relationship management. Franchise Today is your destination for weekly information, conversations, and interviews with accomplished industry leaders, all of whom share best practices for sustainable growth and sensible franchising. Here now, your host, Stan Friedman, to kick off this week's podcast. Today is Wednesday, March 3rd. I'm Stan Friedman, and this is Franchise Today. March 3rd. Can you believe it? It's already week 10 of 2021, but it's also week 50 or 51 of COVID-19 and the pandemic pivots that so many of us have had to live with and endure this past year. Well, a year later, we've got three vaccines and hopefully a handle on the beginnings of a return to life as it once was and sooner than later, we hope. Speaking of which, the IFA just wrapped up its first ever virtual convention, and while they delivered the best meeting possible, I'm sure we all hope that this is also the last one of its kind, and that 2022 finds us all back together under one roof and having the kind of meeting that is the best possible meeting instead. Now, as we enter the post-COVID era and franchise development has fired back up, my guest today is someone who has long been on the cutting edge of lead generation tracking and digital analysis. Jimmy Weeks is a Google Analytics and AdWords certified professional who has spoken across the nation on topics related to internet marketing, social media strategy, and advanced analytics. He's the founder and CEO of Internet Strategy Labs and has created analytical dashboards that mash and track data from leads generated to really tell the tale of the tape about where your leads are coming from and which sources are truly effective. His platforms are all cloud-based reporting platforms that enable businesses to improve their overall marketing strategy by providing a better understanding of website, social, phone, and paid campaign analytics. I'm back in two minutes or less with the very talented and affable Jimmy Weeks. Franchise Today will be right back, but first, a word from our sponsors. We are all familiar with Vistage, YPO, and EO. Well, now comes Zorforum, a somewhat similar type of executive group, but this one comes with a twist. Zorforum groups are exclusively for franchisors. Imagine a peer group for sharing and networking on a platform built exclusively for franchise executives. Zorforum members are afforded unparalleled access to best practices and some of the brightest minds within the franchising world through regular meetings and a dedicated communications platform. In this post-COVID world, a franchise-specific mastermind or peer group is an endeavor worth making time for. Zorforum groups of 6 to 10 will bring leaders together that are in similar situations, but with exclusivity in terms of their competitive set so that each can openly help others benefit from their respective knowledge, perspective, and experience with no fear of competitive loss. Network, learn, strategize, and remain motivated along your journey. Join a peer group, not just any peer group. Join the only one designed for emerging franchisors. Join Zorforum. Learn more at zorforum.org. That's www.zorforum.org. It's all about applying technology in order to solve daily challenges, says Jimmy Weeks. By focusing on the collection, measurement, and analysis of data, you and your teams can expertly drive improvement through increased insight and knowledge. Whether it's internet marketing analysis, advanced analytics assessment, social media strategies, 
goal conversion, optimization, or franchise consultation to make sense of it all, Jimmy Weeks is your guy. With his dashboards, you'll review your performance data in one place so you can spend less time finding data and creating reports and more time acting on the insights. Whether it's brand metrics, franchise development metrics, or information pulled from hundreds of microsites, it's all right there when Jimmy's on your team. Jimmy Weeks. Welcome to Franchise Today. Thanks, Stan. You know, there's no better time than the present, so here it is, the best yes, possible time for Jimmy Weeks to make his appearance on Franchise Today. Jimmy, I ask my guests each week whether I know them or not, and you and I go back a ways, but yes, I ask my guests each week to help us understand how franchising found you and what it was you were doing when the intersection in your life and franchising is a way of doing business kind of hit that inflection point. So why don't we begin there? Okay, sure. So first, thanks for having me on your show. About a few years after my Air Force career, I started a digital marketing agency in 2001. In 2007, I had a very well-lit internet marketing side in front of my office. I caught a lot of road traffic and as a old Air Force guy, I'd be in at six o'clock in the morning, lights on, signs on. You know, back in the day, you didn't really see signage like that. And, you know, if usually if you met a digital marketing person, you'd meet them at Starbucks, give them half your money for a website, you'd never see them again, right? <laughs> <laughs> so our digital agency entered the franchise space in about 2007 doing SEO paid ads web development, heat mapping, and advanced analytics. Some of our first clients were Meineke, T-Mobile Limited, and Pizza Hut. I know you know all the players there. And as time progressed, we saw an incredible need for advanced analytics, web lead to CRM integration, and the growing need for platform integration. And web agencies, everybody kind of stays in their lane, but there isn't anybody that is really taking a look at all the platforms and integrating them. So we closed down our agency in 2013, which was a really big deal for us. And we set out to build a marketing analytics platform that collects and integrates data from multiple platforms. You know, we started out with Google Analytics and some paid ad sources, social channels, and now we've grown to 10 different integrations and we even do e-commerce, which is a really big deal for us. Stop there for a minute and right. take a minute to translate all that you just said into everyday English, because the thing that I've learned over time is that we who live in that domain that you've just described understand a lot of what you just said better than 85 or 90% of those who might be listening. Okay. So break that down from feature speak to benefit speak. What is it that you're really doing with what it is, these dashboards and data sources and collection and aggregation of data? What are you doing with all that that makes sense to the average person who spends money with somebody doing the things you said about marketing agencies, but not really sure what they're getting and what it looks like and what it means to them? Sure. So our, our dashboard is our subscription-based product and advanced analytics coaching is our consultation. So the customer journey for us is we load your data into our platform. It creates an audit and we use those baselines to work with the brand, their agencies that are doing the work or their internal departments to create a punch list 
to fix any errors that are occurring. And from then on, it's a subscription-based model where we work with you, your agency, to move the needle and monitor and maintain. We have the four C's, which is the C4 explosion, and that is connect and collect, create and correct, campaign and cycle. And it's that process that our dashboard enables people to do. All right. So walk through that and explain it again and what those four C's do interactively. What do those look? Yeah. Is, is there a linear line between those? Yeah, it's definitely linear. And if you, if you think about, you've got all these different platforms. So you have your Google Analytics, you have Google ads that are, are occurring through an agency. Many times you have LinkedIn ads that are also occurring. You have your CRM that's sitting there. You have your website out there and everybody's waiting for data. The CRM's waiting for the campaign data that you put in in a Google Ads campaign and it needs to funnel through the website. And if it doesn't funnel through the website in a campaign field, then the CRM isn't as powerful. So that entire concert is where we shine because like I said, everybody is kind of staying in their blinders, but there isn't an umbrella that is easily looking at all of these data points and mashing them up together. So you you and I in 2016, we were working together because there is nothing more important in franchise recruitment than following a lead from inception to ribbon cutting. And all the data that's in between is important, but there is nothing more important than knowing how many leads turned into opportunities, how many opportunities turned into deals and what campaign got them there. So in in plain English, what this says to me metaphorically would be who in their right mind would get behind the wheel of their car, start the engine and take an interstate road trip if there weren't mile markers on the interstate telling you how many miles away you are from where you're going, how many miles to the next exit or possible gas station or restroom, uh, how much gas is in your tank now and how much will be in your tank after you've traveled a half hour or an hour or two or three. Those are the kinds of mile markers that make common sense to everyday people. And I think that what you're talking about is every bit as powerful and important in your world and in their world, but they just don't give themselves permission, I think, to digest the feature speak. So I'm trying to make it benefit speak so they understand it. Yeah, sure. And here's a little nugget. Let's say your your brand, you reach out to an agency and you say, hey, we need to get started with, with Facebook ads for a particular campaign. And so those Facebook ads get started. However, if you are running Facebook ads, you know, it's predominantly all mobile. And if your mobile website is underperforming, you have some issues with bounce and your cost per lead, cost per click, they all skyrocket. What our platform does is on day one of that campaign, and even before the campaign starts, we have an audit. And that audit will tell you your mobile page load speed in seconds and another really cool term called time to interactive. So when a page loads on your mobile, you can't scroll for a little bit until the page loads. And so those two factors will determine how effective your ad is at reaching people. So like you said, if you get in your car and you go take off and you don't have a spare tire or your lug nuts aren't tight, then you're going to have problems. So what we do is we're that baseline. 
before you do anything, or if you're doing stuff, you may need to do a pause and save campaign spend until you get your house in order. And that's a 21-point checklist, if I remember correctly. Yeah, nine daily alerts. But when you first sign up, we pull 18 months of data when available, and we run an audit. So that's your baseline, that's your task list. And then it's a concert between the brand, their internal departments, and their agencies to get everything fixed. And sometimes you can make adjustments on the fly while campaigns are running. And sometimes you need to pause them, save that money and re-engage after things are fixed. So it's one thing to engage an agency to do these things for you to create your Google ads and to get your brand message out there, but not measuring what you're managing puts you at a really large disadvantage in terms of budgetary spend and ROI on time and money. So analytics like yours are priceless. Yeah. And and if you think about different agencies and and where they where they spend their time well, a, a web agency they can deliver an amazingly beautiful website product but there's like cool things that should be done at pre-launch like are all of the leads coming into the CRM? Do you have campaign data? If you have a multi-unicorn page on your your website or multi-unit, some people call them, or a veteran page where you're promoting your veteran discounts, when that form is completed, it should hit in the CRM. So your recruiter says, hey, you know what? This guy came from our veteran page. Let me go on LinkedIn and see what service they were in. So when you do your initial outreach or phone call to that person, you could say, hey, I, I see that you were in in the U.S. Army. No slight to you because I'm Air Force, but that's awesome. Thank you for your service. So everything is geared, whether you're a web agency or our clients work with some great PR firms and they will promote awards. And anytime it comes into the website, they will use QR codes or they'll do campaign tags. And when you can show a brand that their PR is actually generating leads, that's a really cool thing. So agencies, whether you're doing social media, web development, PR, they can all benefit and they can sell deeper to those brands because they can show their value. PR many times is quite intangible, but there's a lot of ways to make it very tangible to the brand. When you talk about the kinds of brands that you service and do work for, is there any area or like you've talked a bit about automotive, is there any market sector that performs better with your analytics than others? So from a franchise recruitment perspective, we are able to provide the better data the better the program and the better the results. And so when brands are able to operate in a, in a little bit more of an open architecture environment where you have access to your paid campaign strategy or you have access to the website forms and data, so that can be passed into the CRM. So the smaller emerging brands that have maybe a smaller footprint as far as their technology stack and their isn't as many hindrances to getting the data. That's where I think change is easier to affect. Are there any 
concepts that are just flat out too small for you? No. When we started, everybody as as our platform, you know, we started our platform because multi-unit, you know, U.S. Lawns was a 250 location franchise and we had 250 microsites to pull into Excel back in the day, you know, 12 years ago. We had 250 Google My Business pages, 250 Facebook pages. So Inception grew from necessity. And then as we moved into franchise space, that franchise recruitment actually is really where we got started. And so the multi-location environment for us is more of is a more of a revenue generator for us because it's it's our subscription-based platform. But I love franchise recruitment. So when and if we sell our dashboard, I will probably go find five or seven emerging brands and would love to just work with and consult with them. Emerging brands are in an environment, sometimes new, where many times they will be on their second or third or fourth website or CMS or CRM. And a lot of it is not due to the website solution or the CRM or the platform. It's due to implementation of data. So anytime we can help bridge that gap, I don't want to sound arrogant in any way, Stan, but when you have the data and you're non-biased, it's just a matter of improving the data and you improve the platform, you improve the web experience, you improve the CRM because you and I have said this, you've said this, and you probably coined the phrase a long, long time ago, the best CRM is one that people will use. I have said that, Jimmy, but by virtue of full transparency, (laughs) I must credit the source of that quote as Keith Gerson, not Stan Friedman. Very cool. Well, we love Keith and we do know that this is being recorded. So that's awesome. (laughs) 20 years ago, digital marketing and digital agency work in, like you said, 07, you had that bright lit neon sign. Mm -hmm. 20 years ago, businesses that are in less dynamic environments than digital have gone through massive changes. How much more so is that true in the quantum leaps of change that have come over 20 years in the digital world? Oh, it it is growing at a continual pace when you have TikToks and Pinterest and these different channels. And Facebook was really cool. I remember when Lee Plave was giving a discussion when franchise leadership was at the Drake Hotel in Chicago about, hey, social media is around the corner and you need to it, you need to protect yourself legally, and here's how to capitalize on it. So Facebook has made that trans long journey, and now it's turned into something that is more of it's that people are having really big issues with Facebook's platform for marketing, and now people are using TikTok for video. So there's a term and it's digital experience platform. And that is literally what we have created. And it wasn't a thing 10 years ago. And it wasn't a thing back when we were integrating CRMs and platforms and mashing up your Google ads, Facebook ads, LinkedIn ads, and Bing ads in one platform and in one screen. So you could see your cost per lead for any campaign that you were running. And with all of this technology advancement, there needs to be a way to corral it all, find out what's important. And we set out to build a platform. We've built it by the 80-20 rule. 80% of what you need is in the dashboard and 20% of it is you, know, you need to log into specific platforms. Like you need to see how viral a particular post is. You need to log into Facebook. And if you need to see how a page performed two years ago, you need to log into Google Analytics. And so this DXP, 
situation and business intelligence and artificial intelligence, it's all still very early. Every brand has so much business intelligence already out there in their historical accounts in Google and Google My Business and Facebook and Moz that when we collect that in there, many times it's the very first business intelligence data warehousing that people have. And when you can do that early on and have it be affordable for them to manage and begin the analysis journey, it's a really cool thing. And your brand is platform agnostic. Would that be correct? It doesn't matter if it's Facebook 10 years ago or TikTok today and who knows what's coming down the road a year or two from now. You're going to collect data from any of these sources. You're completely agnostic in that regard. And the same too is true, I believe, with whatever whatever CRM you're using. That's a great question. And at the end of the day, we are a marketing analytics only platform. So we're not going to link into your point of sale and provide that data. We do have e-commerce. So whatever's in your Google Analytics from e-commerce, we pull that. But to your point, let's talk about CRMs and let's talk about email marketing. So email marketing platforms, your constant contact and MailChimp, there's about five things that you want to get from it, right? Delivery, open, click-through rate, sends, spam, and bounces. Any platform is the same way. So we're working in our systems and CRM is kind of the same thing. There's, let's say, the five top marketing points that you want to know. Lead to deal ratio, et cetera. Uh, time from lead to discovery day, discovery day to ribbon cutting percentages, those metrics. And also all platforms kind of have the same thing. So what we're working on is an API or platform agnostic entry point where CRMs or email platforms can link into, let's just say, a Google Sheet for an example, and you zap that information in at midnight every night. And we can take that and put it into our platform. That's what we're working on right now. So regardless of what platform you use for CRM or email, we'll be able to get that data into our dashboard and give you more information. So you can really have a choice of going to five or six or seven data points in 20 different places every day, or just going to the Drudge Report of Data Analytics, the number one aggregator, Jim weeks and utilize the internet strategy labs to bring all that data into one place for you. It seems like a common sense thing to me, Jimmy. It's a really tough thing. I think our uh, we have three platforms. We've got our flagship trans stats and we have SMB stats and then my passion project, veteran stats and our ability to grow clients in SMB stats and veteran stats has eclipsed France stats <laughs> immeasurably. And that's because of the layers of the hierarchy within franchise. It's it's easier for us to get into a franchise recruitment situation because it's more of a single layer, but you still have the brand and you have the digital marketing person at the brand who is collecting the analytics. And there's definitely a perceived threat to their job, whether it's real or well, it's not real. We're just there to help. But there's some ownership in there. And then there's also ownership when brands may pick a certain vendor. And when the data shows that maybe that's not going smoothly, there's all those factors that come in there. So our ability to grow is kind of dependent on the brand's need for the data and ability to corral everybody in together. I think that the term single source of truth comes to mind when we talk 
talk about things like that. And sometimes, as you say, it'll get some people feeling a bit threatened mm -hmm. if their livelihood is determined by the decisions that they made about your spend. And then the tail of the tape comes up saying, hmm, maybe that wasn't such a good idea. Hey, we're talking with Jimmy Weeks. He's the founder and the CEO of Internet Strategy Labs. We're having conversations about things that to some sound like gobbledygook. But the truth <laughs> of the matter is there are a few things that could be as important to the success of getting every bit of the juice that you need for the squeeze to make sense of your marketing budget and your franchise development data and information. And we're going to come back after a short break and continue that discussion. Franchise Today will be right back. But first, a word from our sponsors. This portion of Franchise Today is brought to you by Zoracle, providers of spot-on profiles, the gold standard of assessment tools that assure you're selecting the right franchisees every time. Unlike DISC or others that simply gauge personality or communication styles, Zoracle's spot-on assessments are all franchise-specific and based upon seven sciences that nail the results each and every time. Your prospects simply answer a few questions online, and like magic, Zoracle's algorithms scientifically slice, dice, and analyze their thresholds for risk, their business acumen, and even their propensity for single or multi-unit ownership. Zoracle's spot-on analysis is like having a crystal ball. But there's no hoodoo here. It's all based upon science that flawlessly determines franchisee, franchisor compatibility, and accurately predicts performance. Why don't you schedule a demo today and take a complimentary look and see for yourself. It's the closest thing to a sure thing. Zoracle, spot-on assessments, based on science, but delivering results that seem simply magical. Check them out at www.zoracleprofiles.com. And the conversation continues with Jimmy Weeks, founder and CEO of Internet Strategy Labs. You were a real pioneer early on. And I remember trying just to grasp every second or third word I could from... <laughs> So the lexicon <laughs> with Jimmy Weeks, because the truth is there are a great many people who can talk code and there are a great many people who can talk English. And there are very few people who have a foot in both ponds and can actually help break it down and communicate what it is that you do. And you're, you know, you're an early adapter to this stuff and you were doing things early days that only a handful of professionals that I knew in franchise development had their heads around and now it's become universal. But still, I wonder how many really, really grasp what they're doing, integrating all this data and making it make sense from cover to cover, from soup to nuts. Jimmy, there are two places I want to ask questions that we didn't get to touch on yet. One is the impact of COVID-19 on franchise development and the marketing for franchise development. What kinds of pivots have you seen from your perspective in that realm? When springtime, we had, as everybody, the big COVID pivot. When COVID hit, many brands had to let their agencies go, and that left them without coaching, daily oversight on metrics, and counsel to view and monitor campaigns that were either adjusted or still running. So late spring, we upgraded our dashboard with nine daily alerts for things like page load speed, cost per click increases, bounce rate, anything that could get you in trouble if it's not addressed immediately. And then we also built a monthly audit with a few dozen top-level metrics to help brands monitor and maintain campaigns while the brand was navigating the rough waters that we were all facing. And we didn't lose any clients. We had to sharpen our pencil like everybody else did, but we actually onboarded 
a measurable amount of brands that needed help. And not only in franchise recruitment, but on the consumer side, because we were able to pull in Google My Business and reviews and Facebook Insights and that thing that used to be called check-ins that wasn't occurring anymore. But we were able to pull that in. And with our roll-up, having 10 different integrations, a brand could look at their franchise roll-up for all of their microsites and pinpoint struggling locations and ambassadors and and in what areas, whether it was Google My Business activity, leads, visits, ad spend, cost per click, conversion rates, and that gave everybody a barometer. And if you're a franchise owner and you wanted to see how you're doing within the brand, then we had a pretty non-biased, here's your gauge where you rank with 150 locations and you can see where you rank. Averages in the middle and left and right are where you stand in that that average. And instead of those averages being things like if you're in Plano, Texas, and if you're in Dallas, Texas, each franchise owner's you know, inbound sessions are going to vary. But bounce rate and conversion rate and time on site for ads, that's all standard. So no matter the size or your local territory, you can see where you fall within that. And franchise owners, business owners like to know where they stand, whether it's a Google published metric that based line that we provide or within brand or within franchise. We've got 20 franchise recruitment. We've got about 26 brand dev websites that we have in a case study that's been running for many years. And again, see where you rank within Google or Google published metrics or metrics that are within our small ecosystem. I mean, we're 27 franchise recruitment websites and a bunch of data and a decade of experience, you can definitely highlight trends and see what is moving the needle for people. I asked the question about size of brand and who might be too small on the friend dev side of your business. What about on the consumer side? Are you only multi-unit oriented or can somebody who's working with one or two locations benefit from your platform's metrics as well? We have two location franchises that are both corporate owned locations at this time and got clients that are several hundred locations. And so it is everything in between on the consumer side. We rarely work with franchise owners directly. We do lunch and learns and things like that. And we attend, used to attend annual conventions and provide coaching there. But we usually work with the digital marketing person for consumer or unless it's both consumer and fran dev. And we help them move the needle and highlight what franchise locations need help and where they need help. And then they work through their agencies or internal departments to get those done. So we love it all. We, we love when we can work with the entire brand because you know this better than I do. There's definite silos from the franchise owner to the brand to Frandev. And we really try to work to break down those silos because a microsite owner, just by default, by having their website in the community, Community, will increase organic traffic about the brand because they provide a good customer experience. And so they do research on the brand and it gets to FranDev. And sometimes it comes directly from the microsite. And so we try to make those connection points between franchise owner, brand, and 
recruitment, even so much as taking the location finder for a brand and tag that visit so a franchise owner can look in our dashboard and they can say, okay, you know, it ranges five to 30%, sometimes more when it's a new franchise location, five to 30% of all of my traffic is coming from the brand's location finder. So having those data points in our platform, it doesn't exist anywhere. You can't load analytics for a location and see the brand contribution to a microsite. And same thing goes for FranDev. When I guess in 2009, we're working with Rob Goggins and their brand site, their main consumer site had several touch points for franchise recruitment. And then they made some changes and then they didn't have a lot of touch points and the brand referral traffic greatly decelerated. And we worked with Rob to highlight that. He was able to take the data from version one of our dashboard to the brand and to the consumer marketing say, hey, we need to fix this because we've lost about 50% of our leads. Define for the audience what a microsite is for those who might not know? Yeah, that's a good question. So a microsite can be a page within a subdirectory of the brand website. It can be a subdomain. It can be a total standalone. The touch point that is required for independent metrics would be a Google Analytics property ID or a Google Analytics instance that is unique from the brand site. Some brands will have a page that is a sub page within the main brand website. And unless you have it in its own ecosystem, when you go from like the microsite, like the coupons for the microsite, but then you can go order online, which is the brand site, then that system kind of breaks down. So from that perspective, you used to have to have an independent microsite analytics instance for our dashboard to work. When COVID happened, one of the other changes we made in our platform is the ability to have a platform without a Google Analytics account. Because there's a lot of brands that don't have specific analytics for a landing page, but they do have Google My Business, Facebook Insights, Facebook ads, LinkedIn ads, and all of that reviews and all of that information together is enough for a franchise owner to move the needle and having a digital experience platform all together for those components are really important. So we're almost ready to launch that component. You know, I think about how much franchise development has changed changed over the years, how Google has forever changed how people collect information. It used to be five or 10 minutes on a public facing website and then we <laughs> short yep. form. Yep. And we held like the, like a car dealer holding the keys to your car at the dealership. Yep. You can't get from here to there without me giving you your keys back. Yes, sir. Those days are gone and the collection of the data and the analytics over the years have changed where now people can spend a great deal of time on a website and not raise their hand to have a conversation with somebody on the Zor side until they're well further down the road and in the process of their due diligence. So all of these data points that you collect have had to change as well over time. And I just throw these comments out yeah. to anyone who thinks that they can do this on their own. I would caution that not most people, even in your digital 
advertising world are as keen on what's going on and how to measure and manage this information than would be a guy like you, Jimmy. Well, thanks. You know, you're, you're talking about time on site. You know, back when we were working with Rob and Great Clips, and we had a case study back then in 2009, 2010, and average time on site was three to four minutes, and they looked at six to seven pages. Now it's a minute and a half. And so their attention is much smaller. There's so many other data points for them to learn about your brand before they even get to your recruitment site. And because you have such a smaller attention span, and the thing that really puts a monkey wrench in the system is WordPress 10 years ago was light and nimble with the exception of adding a flash intro. You really could have a nimble website. And now with all the cool features and sliders and video and the insertion of scrolling FAQs and those little numbers that scroll on your index page, the bounce rates have, we were averaging our clients like 40 to 45%. Now it's closer to 75 and 80%. So our mission with our clients is to coach them out of these features. You know, the index pages is a window into your platform and not have lead conversion points on your website. If 85% of your traffic is brand new, putting a form there is, it's like you didn't even go to prom and you're you're getting a hotel room. It is way too early for those conversations. <laughs> I'm sorry. I hope that was. Not no, that's good. Okay. So that's kind of our mission right now is to get back to that 30, 40, 50% bounce rate and just use the index page as a window into the platform where you can share those stories instead of you bounce 70% of your traffic at a thousand visits. That's 700 people that just leave because they don't have the attention to wait for your page to load. Jimmy, we could go on for days. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It gets mind-boggling, doesn't it? There's so much here. There's so much substance to what you do. And I would encourage everyone to just tow into the water and get a taste of what this can mean for you. And the best way for them to do that, Jimmy, would be for you to tell them how to find you beyond this podcast. Yeah, just go to franstats.com and there is a free trial and you can load in if you have your credentials handy for Google Analytics and just load it in there. You'll get an email in about four minutes. And while you're going through it, it takes about four minutes for the data to load. You'll get an email with your audit report. And we've got a really cool drip that on day three, we can have a conversation about the data. And if you're not ready to dip your toes in, as you said, you can just request to have a demo and we can go through some examples of the platform. All no charge. We don't have a setup fee. It's just instant data and that's it. An email address or contact info beyond that that you'd want to share? Yeah. Uh, LinkedIn. Jimmy Weeks at LinkedIn is great. It's probably the easiest, best way. Last question, Jimmy. Is there anything I didn't ask that you wished I would have? No, that's it. That's awesome. Well, we, Thank you very much. Always yes, great sir. talking to you, Jimmy. Thank you, Stan. Well, that's it for today. Next week, we'll do it all again. But until then, please keep making great things happen for your franchisees, yourselves, and all of those in your orbit. Keep working smarter and hitting the gas harder and punching through whatever gets in your way. Next week, we're joined by a franchise icon. Mike Bidwell is a 26-year veteran of the Dwyer Group, known today as Neighborly. Today, he's the president and CEO and responsible for their go-to-market strategy as the parent company for their 28 franchise brands and other operating companies, providing residential 
professional and home-based services through more than 4,500 franchisees and eight corporate support centers throughout North America, the UK, and Germany. You don't want to miss this one. So, until next week, I'm Stan Friedman wishing you the best, the very best of all things franchising, and Franchise Today is out. Franchise Today is a production of FRM Solutions, providing best-in-class CRM tools to empower relationships with prospective and existing franchisees. No excuses, just solutions. Find them online at frmsolutions.com. Join Stan every Wednesday at noon Eastern for another live episode of Franchise Today. Or, as always, download episodes on demand at blogtalkradio.com or iTunes.